Well, today on Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors, we get to talk to Dave Rave. He's the DNR Area Wildlife Manager out of the Bemidji office. Dave, welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much, Kev. Let's talk a little bit about what's going on with the deer management plan. There's been some big headlines. Uh, let's just start with a basic question. What is the deer management plan? So the deer management plan was uh, released uh, last week to the media and uh, Basically, it's a plan that uh, is a statewide plan of how we plan to manage deer uh, over the next 10 years. And, and was this uh, met? I mean, obviously, you're, you're well along in the plan. You've met with lots of different people, I'm guessing, lots of different organizations. How does, this, how does something like this come about? So, you know, we, we uh, had the audit a couple of years ago on deer hunting. And uh, coming out of the audit, we said that we would try to get together with a lot of our constituents, uh, plus our, our hunters, plus people just from the landscape. So uh, hunters, um, uh, producers, people that farmers, um, uh, people that are in the insurance companies, all these people that the number of deer on the landscape really matters to them. And so we met with all those people. We had committees that uh, got together talked a lot about the, the plan. Uh, and then uh, Leslie McAnally down in the Twin Cities uh, synthesized all of that and put it together. And the plan was released last week. Okay. So this was kind of a two-year process. Wow. And, and of course, everybody's got a different opinion um, on how many deer there needs to be. Of course. Everybody has a different opinion. <laughs> if uh, if uh, you're driving down the road and you hit a deer, you think there should be quite a few less. If you're sitting in your deer stand, you'd really like to see a few more. <laughs> All right. So, so what is the basic findings? What have we determined? So the basic findings are that uh, we're going to shoot for a, a goal of a harvest of about 200,000 deer a year. Uh, and this is all statewide. Um, we're going to make sure that we include all of our stakeholders uh, as far as whenever we uh, plan, make plans to how many we're going to harvest and how many fewer we're going to harvest. Uh, we want to continue to meet and, and we'll basically manage deer still on a deer permit area basis. And so if the deer in the deer permit area go up, we'll probably have a more liberal season. If it goes down, we'll have a more conservative season. But we'll use that 200, uh, approximately 200,000 uh, harvested animals as kind of an overall goal for the state. Okay. Um, what was the biggest concern you found throughout the state? I, I don't know that I have the biggest concern. I guess the, the thing that causes the most uh, problems is that uh, – you know, we have a, a, a group, our deer hunters, that put a lot of money into deer hunting. Uh, they buy licenses. And so they feel that a lot of that license money needs to go to deer hunting. And we agree with them. Uh, I think that we weren't quite as transparent in the past about how much of that money was actually going to deer hunting. And we're going to do a better job of that. Okay. Well, obviously, there are a lot of deer hunters out there. Um, I know that there's different philosophies, just like there is with fish. Do you want more fish or do you want trophy fish? I know that's a big musky question. Do we have that same kind of debate in the deer community? Oh, yeah, we sure do. You know, there's people out there that want to shoot a deer every year to put it in their freezer. And then, of course, there's the trophy hunters that want to have the, the, the wall hanger every year. And uh, that gets to be a, a – it's a big debate throughout the state. Of course, in the southeastern part of the state, we have – we're managing more for on along the trophy line where uh, we're allowing deer to get a little – especially the male deer to get a little bit older. 
uh, so that uh, we have antler point restrictions down there. In the rest of the state at this point, we pretty much manage and allow people to shoot whatever deer they want to according to the, you know, whether we they're allowed to shoot a buck or a doe. Okay. But uh, we don't have antler point restrictions anywhere else in the state. Well, in this particular Bemidji area, um, I would say based on what I've seen over the years, what I hear there isn't a lot of concern about the number of deer. We tend to have a pretty healthy population. We we have a really good population. Uh, a couple of years ago, you know, we went through a period in the in the late '90s and into the early 2000s where we had really really high deer numbers, and mostly that was because we had a string of very very mild winters, and so our deer population was above what we considered to be the carrying capacity. And in fact, it was starting to impact things like cedar on the landscape and. And uh, there was starting to be some disease concerns. You know, CWD was was a concern. Uh, there's other diseases that can get into deer. There was tuberculosis up in the northwest. Uh, and so we had a series of years where we had very, very liberal harvests. We then had a couple of kind of more harsh winters, and the deer population came down. And uh, it probably came down a little faster than we expected it to come down. And in 2013, we had a winter where we look at, the deer severity index over the course of the winter. And the deer severity index really wasn't bad. But what happened was we had very late snow and we had a lot of snow into May. And I think we lost a, a, some fawns during that year. And so the population came down a little further than we expected. I was going to ask about that when we've got this very late start to spring, if that affects deer. It can affect deer, although I think it has more of an effect when you have more snow. We really didn't have, especially in the Bemidji area, we didn't have the really deep snows throughout the winter. That can really be a problem. Uh, and back in 2013, there was probably two to three feet of snow in the in the woods starting mm-hmm. at the right at the beginning of May. That was a real problem. And, you know, the deer aren't really able to find food at that point. Right now, if you look around, there's a lot of deer on the roadsides, where the, especially on the north-facing or the south-facing roadsides. The deer are along the roadsides. You're seeing a lot of deer. They're eating the grass that's now come out of the snow. And so yeah. I don't think this year is really going to be a problem for the deer as long as we continue to melt the snow. Were there any specific proposals that have come out of this that, that, that you're going to do or you're going to implement? Yeah, there's, uh, you know, we... We had a goal setting a couple of years ago, and we looked at the goals for this area. Uh, part of the plan is that we get back together with our goal setting groups, and we talk to them about whether the goal has been met, whether we want to continue to increase the deer population, whether there's enough deer out there. And we're going to be meeting with that goal setting group again here in the next couple of months to find out what they think about how the last two years have gone. Who would be in the, a goal setting group? So we, we had a goal setting group where we had people apply for the goal setting groups. And uh, we selected 15 different people that were, had kind of a range of experiences. Some of them were hunters. Some of them were farmers. There was a, a veterinarian in that group. There was a person out of the Chippewa National Forest. Uh, there was some, some uh, local logger that was on the group. And so it was kind of a wide diversity of people. And we'll be bringing back that same group. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors continues. Dave Rave, my guest today, DNR Area Wildlife Manager out of the Bemidji office, discussing the statewide deer plan. I'm assuming that different parts of the state have different uh, challenges, so there are different implementations sure. in different parts. Um, you know, there, there's we in Bemidji have really pretty good deer habitat. Uh, our winter habitat is still fairly intact. We have uh, lots of forested areas of the state where deer can hide during the during the deer season. You get out into the places in the prairie 
where they're, the deer are basically sitting in little uh, woodlots here and there, and they can easily be pushed out of those woodlots. It's much easier to harvest deer in those areas, and so the, and the deer don't have as much winter cover in those areas. And so a bad winter really affects the deer on the prairie much more than it affects deer in the woods. And so, yeah, there's much higher deer densities here than there are in, in many places on the, in the prairie. Okay. Um, what would you say over your years in this business uh, has been the biggest challenge in, in the wildlife realm? Well, you know, the, the biggest challenge is keeping up with the habitat changes and the number of people that are, are coming in. You know, when I moved to Bemidji in 1990, and I think there was three or four stoplights in town. And now if you look at it, uh, the, the number of stoplights, yeah. hotels on the lake, uh, the number of people that live out in the forest has really gone up. And so anytime you have people building houses in the forest, that takes away from habitat in the forest. A lot of people living on lakes now that didn't live on lakes before. It's a good thing. People love it up here and they, they enjoy being here. But it is a, a bit of, a, of a, a draw on the wildlife because of the habitat loss. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk a little bit about you, Dave. Uh, you said you've been here since 1990. How did you get involved in this business? So, you know, I went to, to school for uh, wildlife management. I uh, got a master's degree down in Auburn, Alabama. Uh, I did my undergraduate at Michigan State. Um, and I started as a uh, waterfowl research biologist with the waterfowl research group here in town in 1990. And I was a uh, waterfowl research biologist for about 25 years. And then uh, the, the opportunity came to move over into the wildlife manager position, and I moved about 100 yards across the parking lot. So <laughs> that was a, it was a good change for me. I, I, you know, I really enjoyed the, the waterfowl research, but uh, being the manager has been really good too. Where are you from originally? I grew up in Cincinnati, Ohio. So, and I uh, kind of always knew that I wanted to be in wildlife. Uh, I love hunting and fishing. Uh, I do quite a bit of both. And uh, I always tell people that I grew up in Cincinnati, which is why I live in Bemidji. So. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, it's, I'm amazed at how many people who are into natural resources that uh, work in this area are from a long ways away. Yeah. I guess if you're into that, this is a good place to be. It's a very good place to be. You know, I mean, the, the fishing is top-notch. The hunting is top-notch. Uh, just the, the natural resources are unbelievable. You know, you can go out and bird every day. Um, when I was a kid, if I saw an eagle, it was uh, a yeah. very, very rare thing. And uh, to be able to go out and see eagles every single day is just a, a treasure. So, Still a Reds fan? I am still a Reds fan, <laughs> although it's hard. <laughs> Harder to be a Bengals fan these days, yeah. I think, than a Reds fan. But uh, okay. do like the Twins and the Vikings, though. Okay. So. Good, good. Um, so let's talk a little bit about some other things in wildlife. Um, I talked to um, Blaine Clemick a couple weeks ago about turkeys and how that has just exploded up here. What a great story that is. Turkeys has been a fantastic story. Uh, you know, when, again, I moved here in 1990, there were no turkeys in the Bemidji area. Uh, they began stocking turkeys over in Clearwater County, uh, about that year, maybe a little bit later than that, uh, and but if you really wanted to see turkeys, you had to go at least halfway down the state. And uh, last year, I would say we were really poised to have, if we had a mild winter, we were going to have turkeys pretty much everywhere in the Bemidji area, and I, I think we've done it. I think that uh, the turkey numbers are substantially higher. Last spring, I saw turkeys in places I never would have guessed there would be turkeys, and uh, I think that uh, we have done 
gotten the turkeys to a population where they're going to be huntable throughout the Bemidji work area. Yeah, and it's and people love it. People and people love, love it. it. You yeah. know, they're a fantastic bird. They're a really fun bird to hunt and. Uh, uh, to to be able to, in fact, I live across the street from the state park on Highway 20, and uh, this year for the first year, just about every morning when I'm feeding my the birds, I hear turkeys gobbling over in the state park. So that's wow. a really neat thing to hear. That is that is that is a great story. But what else falls in? I mean, we all know deer, obviously, and now turkey. But what else falls in the in the realm of the wildlife uh, position? Well, you know, uh, we have very good bear numbers in that's the right. Bemidji area. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last couple of springs have really been kind of wild with bears. Uh, I think it's mostly because the springs have been a little bit later and the grass has not greened up quite as quickly as we would hope. And so the bears come out, they're pretty hungry. People are feeding birds more than they used to feed birds. And, uh, I think that, uh, the bears are going to be another a problem again this year. So, uh, I'll just take this, this chance to uh, tell people that, uh, if you see a bear in your neighborhood or if you hear about a bear in your neighborhood, Quit feeding the birds and uh, put all your food away. Um, the bears are, are hungry and they're out there. They're not a dangerous animal. You know, people seem to think that they're, they see them on the movies and they're terribly dangerous and that they'll attack you. Bears are not dangerous animals, but anytime you're in the Bemidji area, you're within a couple miles of a bear. So, you know, be bear wise and put your trash and your, and your bird food and your food away. And do it Good now. Point. You know, this yeah. is right now they're starting to come out. And if you can take care of bear problems before they become a problem, they don't, they don't make your yard a, a routine stop on their, on their walk around. So, We talked about this with the deer, but overall, are there concerns in the, uh, in the wildlife realm at all? As far as deer? Uh, uh, as any any, any the, animal? Yeah. You know, I'm a little concerned about rough grouse. Uh, last year we, had, uh, we did rough grouse surveys, and our rough grouse – Surveys seem to be up, uh, but we didn't seem to get much of a production last year. And so uh, I'm a little bit concerned about what's going on with rough grouse. Uh, it would be nice to, uh, to have a really good hatch here. I don't think we've had a good hatch here in the last couple of years, and the population has not uh, really come back. We're at the, uh, what should be the peak of the cycle right now, and we really haven't seen a big increase in bird numbers. So I'm hoping that that maybe will happen this year, but I think we need a good uh, dry June to have that happen. Okay, I know that you know in the, in the fisheries they got the lake. They know the fish are in there. They got nets. They got yeah. um, electrofishing. Those types of things. How do you get out there and, and find what you need to find? Well, we do uh, right now. Like tomorrow morning, I'm going to head out and do a sharp tail grouse survey. Uh, a little bit later on, when it warms up a little bit, we'll do, be doing rough grouse surveys. So we go out and we listen for rough grouse. Um, the other thing, we're, we're as a wildlife area wildlife staff, we're out on driving the roads and out on our wildlife areas quite a bit in the spring and summer. And so we see grouse broods or don't see grouse broods, and that gives us a pretty good indication of what's going on. So uh, same with deer. You know, we're out right now. There's a lot of deer out there. You know, be very careful when you're driving your cars because uh, there's an awful lot of deer out there on the sides of the roads. They're attracted to the sides of the roads because that's the only place there's grass right now, and uh, that means they're going to get hit. Uh, so slow down a little bit and be careful. Uh, but that's a, a, another time when we see these animals when we're out. Uh, we look at, uh, while we're walking around our wildlife areas, we look to see how much browse is occurring on the, on the trees. Uh, we do wild uh, 
food surveys for bears later on in the year, and that often gives us an indication of how good or how bad the hunting season may be because if you have lots of natural foods, then the bears aren't attracted to baits as much. If you have poor natural foods, they go to the baits. Uh, we see tracks. So that's, uh, you know, mostly by being outside and, and walking around is how we, uh, as area wildlife people, we decide whether it's uh, going to be an interesting year or whether it's going to be a really good year or whether it's that's not going to be much of a year. Right. Which is, uh, I guess, why a lot of people get into this business. That they love is, being outdoors. and People love to be outdoors. Um, to, to, you know, part of... Uh, I remember when I went went to college, you know, before I ever started at Michigan State, we went up and we talked to the, the one of the wildlife professors, and he was the one that told me, he said, you know, if you just like to hunt and fish, go into business because then you'll be able to afford it and you'll have the time. <laughs> if, you, if, you, uh, if you really like wildlife, and uh, be sure that you like to talk to people because that's one of the most important things in wildlife and in the profession of wildlife is talking to people. You know, I get a lot of phone calls from people asking me questions about wildlife, uh, especially when, when wildlife is causing problems. Sure. Uh, I get a lot of calls and uh, most most of them are legitimate. You know, you have a bear walking around on your deck in the middle of the night. That's uh, a pretty legitimate question. And so, yeah. you know, but I like answering those kinds of questions and I, I like to talk to people. Okay. Great. Well, I know that there's some public meetings or some public comment that we can do for the yep. for the deer plan. So the deer plan is on the DNR's website. If people want to read it, uh, it'll take you a while. It's about 50 pages, but uh, it's uh, it's pretty easy to read. And uh, then we have public input meetings. We have a public input meeting next Tuesday night in Bemidji. Starts at six o'clock. Runs from six to eight o'clock at the Bemidji City Hall. And mm-hmm. uh, so next Tuesday night. Uh, we'll be down there, uh, and we'll be happy to answer anybody's questions. So come on in. You can come at the beginning. You can come in the middle. Just come on down, and we'll talk to you about the, the deer plan and deer hunting or whatever you like to talk about. Okay, so that's 6 to 8 Tuesday night at Bemidji City Hall. Correct. Okay. Dave Rave is the DNR Area Wildlife Manager out of the Bemidji office, talking about uh, the deer plan and uh, a lot of other things with wildlife as long as he was here. Hey, Dave, thanks for coming in today. We appreciate it. Well, thank you very much. appreciate it.